And welcome everybody to another edition of the Rob Genius Podcast. I well I'm on time. Well, this is Friday. <laughs> it's just not the usual it's not the Friday that I would should normally have been scheduled for. It's Friday after. And I think I've been going over, you know, y'all don't need me to rehash my struggles with finishing on, you know, on my schedule. I'll talk about that some more at the end. But today is a special day this Friday, and that I'm 48 years old. One year older on this planet. You know? <laughs> Glad to still be here. It has flown by. But anyhow, got some more things to kick around this week. Got some more Johnny Depp and Amber Heard nonsense. Uh, we got some. What else we got? Some rappers in trouble with the law. <laughs> and, um, oh boy. And, um, a few words to say about one Mr. Kevin Samuels who passed away last week. He was a character. But before we get started on all that, I got to talk about one of my favorite subjects. And that is cryptocurrency. That's because the report came out that like 40% of the people who are, you know, with doing crypto are underwater now. And for those of y'all not familiar with that term, what it means is that the stuff you bought ain't worth what you paid for anymore. That's, uh, yeah, bad. <laughs> it, it has lost value. So if you put down, you spent 50 grand on crypto, it ain't worth 50 grand no more. Um, worth less which means now you got you just got to hold on to it and hope that the value goes back up and then you can get, dump it or you're screwed which I mean I mean what are we doing here so now you got some people saying you know some people first of all a lot of people laughing at those folks <laughs> okay and um, I'm kind of in that group because it's funny money. That's all it is, right? Now, now these folks, they wanted, you know, basically invest in some currency that's outside of the, you know, system. And I don't know. I guess they thought that, you know, you invest in this stuff. It's not bound by the rules of... Wall Street, whatever, whatever, and if it, I get well, that's the lure, and then you know enough people got in that the value started going up and up and up and up, so then it became this thing where it's like, oh wait, put your money in crypto, you know, and you know, and the idea was that well, you put your money in crypto, and it, just because the stuff was getting so popular, that it would just you know keep going and keep going and keep going, and you would you know make money on the investment. 
um, well, that makes sense in theory. But in practice, I mean, well, the problem is that it's, it's, it's all speculative, right? So, you know, it means that it has value because enough people say it has value. And then, but then as soon as some people start saying it doesn't have, people, you know, stop believing that it has any value, uh, or they start taking the money out of it, well, then the value goes down. And then, I think at one point one of the crypto things got hacked. Right? So, people lost confidence in the security of crypto. Because, you know, like, U.S. security... See, if you invest in, like, U.S. stuff, then it's backed by the government. Right? U.S. dollars are backed by, you know, the government and all that stuff. Other countries' currency, same. Crypto's not backed by anything. Uh... So if, if the value goes under, it's not insured, you're just done. All right, you put your money in it and it crashes and you got no and you got nothing. So that's what's going on with these folks. And it's entirely based on confidence. And look, the stock market's based on confidence, but the difference is you're using, you know, currency that is backed by the government. So the, the currency that you're putting in that market is actually, you know, insured, secured, whatever. This money you spend in crypto, not insured, you know, or anything. It's just, just out there. So if it loses value or whatever, you're screwed. But, but of course, look, look <laughs> the thing about it is... People act like this is some new phenomenon or something. Like, oh my God, how could this happen? It's just not, crypto is not a pyramid scheme. Okay, pyramid schemes have been going on for a really long time. Really long time. Right, I mean, except, you know, all it's just, it's just a different form. Same pyramid scheme. You know, you put your money in, and then the point is to get your money out at the right time. And just the difference is that, well, how's that different from the stock market? Well, again, this just crypto stuff got hacked, and, you know, if people hack the stock market, you know, you still got your money. Okay, people hack the crypto and, you know, steal out of there. They take everything. So I guess, you know, confidence was lost in the cryptocurrency. And also some people just got out because it was just a fad. So now the crypto is not worth what it used to be. Which any of us could have told you a long time ago was going to happen. And look, I, one of my family members, 
who does stuff in the market. He he was you know dabbling in a little crypto, and look he explained it all to us once you know how it all works, and then he just kind of looked around the room and after he was done he was like yeah it's a scam. <laughs> okay, it's just you got to pull your money out before the you know before the before the music stops playing. <laughs> so listen, listen, listen. All right. If you put all your money in crypto and, and now you're looking like, like, oh, what are we going to do? <laughs> I got nothing for you. I really don't. Sorry. Okay. Like my dad used to always say, if something sounds too good to be true, it probably is. And that's exactly what was up with the crypto. Right? It was like, oh, you just put money into some crypto and the value keeps going up, 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 up. Dogecoin, you're going right to the moon. Yeah. No. <laughs> Yeah, you're riding into the moon, all right? The moon may got a green cheese. I mean, I mean, eesh. I mean, what are we doing here, folks? What are we doing? I don't know what we're doing. But anyway, that's enough of that. All right, let's get on to the show, shall we? All right, so um, it's Friday, which means this episode is going to be late again. <laughs> Although I'm trying to get it out before Mother's Day. Um, but, uh... So Thursday night, Kevin Samuels passed away apparently. And if you're wondering well, who the hell is Kevin Samuels, Kevin Samuels is one of those people that you you know you would not know about if you were not on social media. Um, and honestly. You probably wouldn't know about him unless you were like black and on social media because, well, not just because he's he was a black man, but also because he he specifically catered to a black audience on social media. Um, he was a guy who gave quote unquote, you know, dating and relationship advice. Um, he's been in some of these videos where. He's essentially talking down to women and telling them that basically you can't get a man because you're too this or too that or not enough of this or not enough of that or you know you're not considered a good prospect because of how you how you carry yourself or how you've conducted yourself in the past or you know and you know he's said such wonderful things as you know women over. Either women over thirty, or women over thirty-five, or not, you know, basically high-value prospects because, you know, if you've gotten to that age and you haven't been taken off the market yet, then something must be wrong with you. Um, but, you know, I mean, he he specialized in that kind of stuff, right? And then of course, over time, you know, you get people who go in front of him. So that they can, you know, because they wanted to get berated and, you know, go viral or whatever, right? You know, it starts out with him just genuinely being a jerk. But then, you know, you eventually end up with, with people who think that they can go in front of him and go viral with him being with him berating them and maybe it turns into something for them, right? Um but needless, but he was a jerk, and he was, you know, mean and nasty to a lot of women, 
And so if you're asking, well, what was the, you know, what was the catch? What, what made his brand of whatever, you know, attractive, basically, um, there are men and women who like to see women get berated. Um, you know, that's what it is. I mean, there are men, there are people who like to see women get, you know, cut down to size or put in their place or what have you and that's what he was doing that's what he was providing right um and so he died and apparently died of like a heart attack and there you know people there were a lot of people on twitter in particular who who, who started who took joy in his passing um because he was a mean nasty dude and also, I mean, kind of ironic, somebody, a man in his 50s who's apparently been divorced at least once, being their, you know, the relationship guru or telling people, telling women, you know, about being high-value women or, or, you know. I mean, no, like, I... I never got that deep into what he was doing as far as watching or listening to or reading any of it to get particularly emotional about him one way or the other. Um, I mean, it was, you know, I've seen enough to, to know he was a jerk. Okay. And he was a jerk to women. Um, and he was a jerk to women for, for money, basically, because again, there are people who like to see women cut down to size. They're like people who, you know, particularly women who, you know, are confident in themselves and, you know, all of that. They're, they're people who like to see women like that cut down, basically. You know, I want to see you broken, I guess, right? Uh, you know, and I, like I have no idea how much money he was making. He obviously must have been doing okay with it because, you know, he made a career out of it. Um, <clears throat> look, I'm not one to tap dance on anybody's grave. I, mean, I think the one time I did that was Osama bin Laden, <laughs> right? Um. But I don't blame anybody for feeling, you know, relieved if some guy who was practicing some really nasty work can't practice it anymore. <clears throat> I mean, I understand. This guy was hurting people. And he was, he was profiting, he was capitalizing off of other people's, you know, want to see people get hurt. So, I completely understand any relief anyone may feel that he is no longer around to do that. No, he's not the only guy out here doing that kind of thing. Right? And, I guess... 
You know, having watched a couple of his videos, um, you know, he had a certain, I guess, well, he, he performed that type of thing better than some of the other people who are out here doing it, right? And that that's what, you know, and ultimately, look, that's what happens, right? Um, people who do hateful things in front of a camera, you know, there's one or two who are good performers at it and develop an audience, develop a following, and then there are a bunch of people who aren't that talented. <coughs> look, Russell Limbaugh was an absolutely garbage human being. Rush Limbaugh was also good at doing radio. Um, this would have been unfortunate that he used his talent doing radio for what he did all those years. And so it was unfortunate that you know Kevin Samuels used his talent for speaking on camera in front of a microphone. It's a shame that he used those talents for what he did. And absolutely got no issue with anybody who feels a sense of relief that he's not around to do that anymore. <clears throat> and that now you only have to deal with the lesser talented versions of him. And those people are not going to catch on. Those people you can't ignore because they're just not going to blow up like he did. Um, I don't know his family situation. Obviously he's got, I mean, he may have a, you know, I don't know, right? but he's got family members who love him and you're going to miss him and all that kind of stuff. Um, what I would say to them is that, you know, he said some really nasty things about a lot of people and you're going to miss him. He might be really good to you, but that doesn't mean he's good to everybody else. And so there are going to be some people who aren't sad that he's gone. And look, there's one thing out here with all this dating and relationship advice and whatnot. Nobody knows what the hell they're doing. They don't. All right. I mean, you go out there, you hope for the best. Right? You got to. I mean, look, you got to overcome your own kind of issues just to go out there in the first place. And then you hope you meet somebody who you can get along with and who is compatible with you and, and all of that stuff. Right. I mean, it kind of is what it is. But, um, so, uh, you know, um, we don't need people doing what he was doing. All right. You don't. And there are people who can give you advice on how you can, yes, on things like making yourself more presentable or whatever. Right. There are people who can give you advice on, you know, habits. Maybe you should leave behind, right, um, sure, but, you know, berating people on camera, telling them that they're not a quality and all that, no, stop it, okay, find a better way to help people than to, you know, perform, you know, berating them personally, all right, there are better ways to do it. 
maybe they won't be as profitable. Maybe they won't make you an instant celebrity or, or an instant niche internet celebrity. But, you know, like better to quietly give two people, like, real long-lasting help that actually does something for them than to be out here, you know, denigrating people to their face in front of a camera for, like, a million people or whatever. Just something to think about. But, uh, Kevin Samuels is no longer here to trouble us. And you shouldn't have a problem with anybody who thinks that's a good thing. That's what I think, anyway. Alright, so I went and saw Doctor Strange, the Multiverse of Madness. And... I'd say overall it was a good movie. But it was definitely different. And, uh, well, it was different because... Actually, they jumped in with both feet into the whole multiverse thing. Right, they introduced... It was first introduced as a term in the first Doctor Strange movie. Um, it was kind of thrown out there. It was kind of a red herring in Spider-Man Far From Home. And then... Last year in Spider-Man No Way Home, you know, it was fully introduced. And we got to see all three Spider-Mans, right? Um, and that was, look, that was just a totally awesome thing. Um, so here, they, you know, they went further into it here. And I'm not going to do, like, spoilers. But I'll just say that they touched on a lot of the concepts from Jonathan Hickman's Avengers run uh, about the different universes and the idea of incursion and the Illuminati um, right that was all we got to see all a lot of that here um, but it was definitely a it was different from previous Marvel movies they, they kind of dabbled in the horror a bit and there were a couple of definitely jump scenes where you know I flinched in the chair because some you know because like a big gotcha thing kind of happened right um so there's a lot I mean it it because when we've heard people say this but well this Marvel movie is different and it, it really isn't but this one is just in terms of storytelling and concepts and all of that um now, see, it's getting kind of a mixed bag as far as reviews. Uh, I think that, well, it shouldn't be a surprise just because of, you know, they've kind of ventured off the path here. But at the same time, I mean, there are definitely about some things about it that are just, you know, three-star-ish instead of four-star-ish. And not that that's a bad thing or whatever or some horrible thing. It's just, you know, Introducing different concepts or jumping all the way into different concepts. Um, there was some stuff. There were some cameos in the movie that were almost—I won't say trolling, not quite—but you know, they were in a—they weren't as big of a deal as you might think they were going to be. 
Um, and you know, some other things. So, I'd give it. I don't know, we'll have to watch it again before I give it like a full rating, right? Um, but it's definitely different. If you, if you if you've been you know if you've wanted a different Marvel movie, this is definitely a different Marvel movie. Um, I, can, I gotta see it again before I can really judge it on like overall watchability, like you know, repeat viewings and all. But you should definitely go see it. And you at least need to be have you, you at least need to know what went on in WandaVision before you go see it. That may be like one of the big drawbacks is that <coughs> you know that it is tied very strongly to WandaVision. And if you didn't watch WandaVision or if you did watch it like me and you weren't a big fan of it, then you know continue with that on just like eh. but again, I mean definitely worth your time, definitely worth your money. I'm gonna go back and check it out again. And that is my quick, no spoiler review of Doctor Strange. <laughs> All right, well, we're dealing with this Kevin Samuel stuff, and well, not to talk about him anymore because he doesn't really warrant that much conversation. Um, it's a few days later, and people are still going on and on about you know who he was and the stuff he said and what it all means, right? Um, I'm perfectly fine saying that uh, he was a jerk. And he said some mean and nasty and degrading things about women. And he did it to get an audience. He did it to get traffic. Um, and that's pretty much what it was. But it speaks to a larger deal or problem or whatever you want to say how we treat women because look I mean he's got a bunch I mean he has a bunch of male fans who thought he was like really giving them this really awesome advice right and while he was out here you know berating and talking down to women and all this kind of stuff right and calling women high value and low value and you know and all of that um based on, you know, certain life decisions they had made and what have you. Um, I saw this quote on Instagram that, um, let's go from Anita Hill, of all people. And basically somebody, she was on some panel thing, and somebody asked her about, <coughs> you know, did she think that they believed her with the, you know, allegations she made towards Clarence Thomas and all of that. And basically I'm paraphrasing here, but but basically, what she said was along the lines of, well, um, it's, not, it's not that they didn't believe her, it's just they didn't care. <laughs> that basically that, what she accused Clarence Thomas of saying and doing, was not worth it. Uh, it was not worth 
you know, derailing his career, stopping his career, stopping his ascendance was just not something they wanted to do. They didn't care enough about whether or not about what they didn't care enough about what he allegedly said and did. They didn't care enough about that to stop him from moving up the career ladder, basically. Right. And that's what happens, look, when when a woman accuses a ball player or an entertainer or some other politician or whatever of something similar or worse, you know, we as a society make that decision that, you know what, this guy's career is, it's too important to us to even consider, you know, taking any serious action about what this woman is saying. Right, that's what it is, right? I mean, <clears throat> and you can go back to just, you know, that we're seeing it play out right now, you know, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, right? I mean, basically a whole lot of people have taken the side that they like Johnny Depp and they like his movies and all of that, and they like him, and so much that the bitch must be lying. And so they're jumping on anything and everything they can possibly, you know, because I see these videos come up on my YouTube recommendations, even though I have not looked at any of this stuff. I have, you know, look, when I say that these social media platforms are programmed to aggravate you, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Like, I have not clicked on any videos about that trial. I have not, you know... I haven't clicked on anything about Johnny Depp. I'm not some Johnny Depp fan. I don't go looking into information about Johnny Depp. <coughs> not a fan of Amber Heard. I, you know, I really don't care. I mean, I mean, I've seen, I think one movie that Amber Heard was in, and that was Aquaman. I don't go around looking at Aquaman videos, so there is no reason for anything on either one of those folks to be all up in my recommendations. But yet, there it is. They show up, stuff from the trial, show up in my YouTube recommendations. And the captions in a lot of these videos are, Amber Heard caught in a lie. Amber Heard caught saying such and such. Right? And it's... Because that's, I mean, you know, again, it's to aggravate you. Because when they aggravate you, that's more likely to get you to stay on the app and stay engaged and all that stuff. And it's just... It is transparently bad. and But that's what they're doing. And, again, these are folks who do not care. They do not care about the truth. They do not care whether or not Johnny Depp actually did anything bad that Amber heard. They don't care. Um, these folks are all in on the Johnny Depp business. And because there's no... I guess there's no way Captain Jack Sparrow would assault a woman, right? And, you know, they've decided that, you know, they don't want the movies to end. They don't want whatever else Giant Depp was doing to end or go away. They don't want to, you know, people looking at them like they need to stop watching Johnny Depp movies, I guess. And they have decided to throw it in with Johnny Depp. And that's what it is. Because, no, Johnny would never do that. Okay. And again, like I got, I got no dog in the fight. I think I said that before. 
Um, you know, this I'm officially on team. Get the truth out. And, you know, punish whoever is guilty of whatever accordingly. Um, And I've said this a million times. You know, when allegations come out, you should be prepared for them to be true. So, you know. So just to summarily dismiss Amber Heard and what she's saying is, you know, kind of push league to me. But it's what some people want to do because, you know, basically they don't care. <clears throat> they don't care. You know, I mean, what it is. They don't care. You know, Mike Tyson, Mike Tyson was on, went back in when he went on trial for rape. Um, there were some very loud people saying that Desiree Washington should have known better than to go up to his hotel room at 2 in the morning because Mike is a feral, rabid dog, basically. And and if you go up to Mike Tyson's room at 2 in the morning, what do you think he's going to want? <coughs> and... Um... While... Yeah, I mean, that more than likely is what he wanted. That don't give him no reason to be out here, you know, doing what he did. So, you know, with this Johnny Depp and Amber Heard thing, right? Um, you shouldn't be so quick to, you know, want to save Johnny Depp's career. Or you shouldn't be so quick to want to have to, you know massage your own guilt about, you know, watching his movies or whatever, uh, or whatever, if he is guilty, you shouldn't be so quick to do that, that you completely dismiss what she's saying, or that you're, you know, that you basically latch on to the slightest <coughs> inconsistency or whatever in something she's saying from what she said before. But we do that because we don't care. And that's what it is. We don't care. We care more about the careers of men than we do about women or children that they might be doing stuff to. That's what it is. <clears throat> Till that changes, then we're going to get more of these cases. We're going to get more of these situations where you have like Harvey Weinstein, where you know years and years later you have this long, big, long list of people with all these allegations against them, and you and everybody's going, "How did it happen?" Well, because didn't nobody want to do nothing. That's why. Because, you know, to the people who were working with Harvey Weinstein, it was more important that he be in the position that he was in so they could do business. Right? For this Johnny Depp Amber Heard thing, it's more important that Johnny Depp have his career and that he not be besmirched. Right? And for a lot of people, it was more important that R. Kelly maintained his career. It's more important that Bill Cosby kept his career going. Um... You know, for some people, it's more important that Woody Allen gets to keep making movies. <clears throat> right? That's more important. And it's more important that, you know, politician A or B gets to, you know, keep his career going because he might be the next governor or might be the next president. And we can't derail that. 
right? I mean, that's where this, that's, you know, so that's where it ends up. But, you know, people like Kevin Samuels at a much lower level, you know, continue to put the kind of viewpoints out there that make it easier for us to not care. Yeah. So think about that. And be honest with yourself. If you don't care, be honest. And then you need to look in the mirror and ask yourself why you don't care. Might not like dancing yet. <clears throat> but anyhow, alright, enough of that. Let's move on. Alright, another word of the last two weeks is Rico. As in racketeering and whatever the rest of it is. <laughs> You can see my reverse conspiracy. I don't know. And the word Rico was in the news because down there in Georgia, they arrested several like rappers, like um, for engaging in criminality. And one of the rappers was Young Thug. And I, all right, look, look, he's one of those people that he has kind of passed my the the date where I started where I stopped really staying invested in current hip-hop you know uh, music young thug is past that date so i couldn't i don't know any young thug songs i don't know anything about the guy but i do know he's in jail <laughs> um, uh, yeah so apparently him and some of his boys and some other rappers whose names i can't recall right now they've been arrested and you know, I guess indicted already on some Rico. Basically, they, you know, they conspired to commit a bunch of crimes and they're part of some type of gang organization or something. Um, this is wild because the rappers, like, rapping about having committed crimes, rappers committing crimes, even, that's not, like, new. And that's been going on for, you know, some time. But this is some new stuff with this whole group of guys getting arrested, you know, by the, and getting charged with all this stuff. And what also is new about this is these guys basically told on themselves. Or enough of them told on themselves. That it was easy to get the rest, get some other people to tell the rest. Um, it's bad. I mean, I, I did not read the indictment because I'm not reading. I'm not reading. Like I'm not a lawyer. I am not reading indictments on anybody. But it's pretty long, and there's a whole lot of counts. And I think there's federal charges, which which means, um, yeah, you're probably you're more than likely going to jail. Or staying in jail in their case because it doesn't look like they're getting any bail. Um, but, I mean, feds win most of the time. All right. Uh, that's why, you know what, federal charges don't happen very often. Much to, to the chagrin of a lot of us regular people because I get, you know, they, they play to win, right? And so if there's no, if they, if they don't see a win, and charging you, they're probably not going to do it. Which, I mean, unfortunately, that means like there are people who probably, maybe they could have gotten a conviction on with it, but they just chose not to. 
but I mean you're talking about investing you know possibly years of you know hours and dollars into a trial they may end in an acquittal and so therefore you know you gotta make a judgment call but anyway back to this look they've, they've unloaded on these guys with this long ass indictment with all of these charges and just from some of the stuff that people have posted on Twitter these guys are really a bunch of idiots okay I mean there were there were things in this you know charging document where they were talking about either things they had done or setting up things to do they were talking to some of their buddies who were in jail on the prison phone which everybody should know the prison phone is monitored that might be the worst place to talk to somebody about doing something illegal because they listening on that one like there's no like mystery like like you know like Sometimes people talk about like the NSA or somebody listening on phone calls. Um, there's uh, that's that's not as black and white as it, some people make it out to be, but it is clear as day. If you're talking on the jail phone, they listening. All right. So these guys were talking on the prison phone. Uh, there are some instances of. Uh, guys using you know, a rental car to commit a crime which I mean that's not good or it's dumb because I mean, they can trace the rental car back to the person who rented it right of course they can and um, yeah man now look, you know, people talk about don't, don't be no snitch, don't no snitch. But look, I um, let me tell you, okay, if me and you commit some crime together, and if they got me down at the station, and they're talking about you know years, and you know I'm offered the opportunity to get out of those years. By telling on you, well, you know, you just might want to tell on me first. <laughs> Let me tell you, that. okay, I'm just gonna put it down for you. All right, um, most people I know have made it clear that hey, if we ever do anything together like that, and if, if we get caught. And if they got to sing to go free, they singing. And I let it be known, hey, that's how I get down. But these guys, it didn't even get that far. I mean, it, it didn't even get to all that. They, these, I mean, these guys were just operating wide out in the open like a bunch of idiots. And, um... Of course, you know, something I used to say a lot way back in the day. And I just haven't said it in a while. But, um, and that is, you don't hear a whole lot about smart criminals because they don't get caught. 
Now, look, if you keep doing something long enough, eventually the walls will close in on you, right? Possibly. But, or, you know, the, the powers that be will just choose not to go after you. But, I mean, the people that you see normally who get busted did some really stupid things and some really obvious things that basically told on themselves. Right? Uh, I mean, I have some friends who've worked in public defender's office and just their time, you know, there's some cases they had they were just a complete lost cause from jump because the person they were defending already gave up enough information to get them convicted or was operating in such a way that it was very easy to, to get the goods on them um, if you've been in jury duty I've been on jury duty and you see, like, you know, the documents, you see the charges, and you see all this kind of stuff, um, you'll see that the defendant got caught because they just were stupid, careless, lazy, or all three. Alright, um, and this looks like another one of those things. And it looks like, honestly, like, these guys are definitely going to jail or they're going to stay in jail and look, they, 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 look, there's some, at least one murder here in this thing so I, you know I'm not about to you know cry tears and say you know free so and so right I mean, I mean they ass is guilty now maybe it's you know this might be a case of the you know, feds, you know, exaggerating. Well, not, well, I'm exaggerating like they're lying to us. I mean, like, them coming with charges that are, you know, bigger than what the people actually did. Um, sure, that's a possibility. But these guys are not innocent, from what it seems. And they're, if nothing else, they're stupid. And I, you know, I don't have a whole lot of sympathy for stupid criminals. And as for the question is, well, you know, why are they still doing this stuff? Um, I don't know, man. You know, they were being monitored for since like 2015. And there's, you know, their whole police units. I don't, some of y'all know about this, but some of you may not. But I mean, their whole police units that are devoted towards the surveillance on rappers. There was like a little documentary about that about 10 years ago, so called like the Hip Hop Police. And I forgot what channel it was on, but basically it was a whole unit in NYPD that was, you know, basically tasked with monitoring rappers. Um, because there's a lot of there are, again there are rappers who have engaged in crime who are still engaging in crime there are rappers who you know, have known associates who are engaging in crime so there's a lot of fertile ground for you know law enforcement to make some moves and make some arrests and all that stuff by basically you know surveilling rappers 
right? Um, and so they they do. And that ain't changing because they just busted a bunch of guys. So, man, it, it, look, if you're, I, I don't know, man, it's crazy. It really is. Um, I don't have any advice here other than if you're going to do crime, don't be stupid. Um, don't do, don't do things that are like painfully obvious, you know, as far as putting you in the light <laughs> on, on doing it right. Um, don't do that. But, um, man, well, I'm not going to say good luck to him, but, um, well, better get using bars, bro. And I don't mean verses. Yep. All <laughs> right. Uh, anyhow, uh, let's keep it moving. All right, going to uh, circle back around this Kevin Samuels thing here for a minute, because Something that really got me was that apparently this guy wasn't making any real money. Right? I mean, he was living a pretty, you know, kind of modest, I guess, you know, nicest way of putting it, conditions. Um, which really makes me just wonder what the heck was he doing here? Because look, I mean, he had developed a following on the internet. There were also a lot of people who didn't like what he was saying. Um, yeah, I tend to find what he was saying kind of whack. Um, I mean, for every look, for every one or two women that maybe we're you know you know maybe had earned a bit of a talking to I guess you could say I mean how many of them were just you know women trying to find their way in life and they found their way to him because I guess he solicited his advice or whatever I don't know right and 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 then, you know, calling people, well, just, you know, I, I don't want to give, he's no longer with us, but even in the hereafter, I don't want to give his brand of talking <laughs> any real advertising here. But it just makes me wonder, man, like, um, well, you know, a lot of these internet famous people, right, I mean, it seems like so many people are like hoping that this will turn into something and you know where they can make a lot of money and in this case I think there was a lot of people myself included kind of assumed that he had gotten to the point where he was you know getting paid for this it doesn't really look like it, it doesn't really look like he was um so It just makes me wonder, like, okay, what, 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 are, what are we doing here? Um, was he just chasing clout? I, I hate using that term. You know, was he, I guess was he was he just I don't know, trying to become some internet famous person? Was he trying to actually make money off of doing what he was doing? 
I don't know, but uh, he wasn't making any money doing what he was doing, apparently. And it just, it really makes me wonder, like, you see all these people with these, you know, websites and YouTube channels and podcasts, irony, I know, <laughs> and who just, you know, evoke all this, just have, have all this miserable commentary on everything. And you think that, well, you know, they, well, they're doing it for traffic. They're getting those clicks, you know, getting that money. And then I've always wondered sometimes out loud, even like, are any of these folks, are they making that much money off of that? Are you really making, I mean, these people who make these two and three hour YouTube videos talking about how terrible some movie is or how terrible some video game is or how terrible some wrestling show is or whatever. Like, um. Yeah, I always thought that like they can't be making any real money off of that. I mean, now some of them do, but for every few that do, how many Kevin Samuels are there out there? People who kind of gave us the impression, or that they were supposedly, you know, making out big off of. This kind of brand of kind of toxic commentary. And then you find out they weren't. Right? And then suddenly you wonder, like, what's it all for? Right? Because, I mean, was he hoping to get there? Because um, I really don't think there was this huge market for, for what he was doing. I mean, there's a market for it, yeah, but... Um, I don't think that would have played too well in Peoria, you know, him going on about rants about, you know, high value and low value women. And if you were, you know, if you're single and you're age of 30 or 35, that you were, you know, basically useless in his eyes or, you know, whatever. Like, I don't think that's going to play well in Peoria. I think that's something that, you know, maybe, you know, you got a few thousand people will get a kick out of it because, you know, you're basically speaking for them and, and their issues with women, <laughs> right? Um, but I don't look. I don't think that's the kind of act that was going to really turn into any type of big thing. Because look, I mean, look, there are people who do have become celebrities off of like berating people on camera. But you know, like you know, Gordon Ramsay, you know, right? Um, but it's a shtick. Right, I mean, you know, I don't know how Gordon Ramsay is, behind, you know, off, away from the camera, but I'd be willing to bet that he doesn't lay into people like that in real life, or away from his, you know, TV gigs. Um, the kind of stuff Kevin Samuels was saying. Well. It's very possible he was doing that just, yeah, again, for entertainment. Um, probably was. And look, and, and look, the way those things go eventually, like the people who you are berating, eventually people do start to basically come on your show or whatever to get berated, you know. You know, it starts out with, you know, the, 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 
loud talking person or whatever berating people because that's how they feel and it's, it's all true and everything, you know, and all of that. Um, and it, event, it eventually turns into people, again, volunteering to go get yelled at, you know, because they're trying to make something out of themselves. You know, they try, they're trying to turn getting yelled at on camera into something, right? It becomes a two-way street or, you know. But he wasn't really making anything off of it. And it doesn't look like he was on, doesn't look like he was on the road to even making anything off of it. It's not like he was about to, you know, get a talk show or something, right? That wasn't happening. He, he was more or less broke. And, again, didn't look close. And he, and he wasn't really that big of a deal. Right? I mean, some people on Twitter know about him, right? Um, and it's one of those things, if you weren't, like, if, if, if you, the only way you know about him is if you're active in social media, or Twitter, or Facebook, or whatever, right? I mean, if you're not, you probably never heard of the guy. Hell, I, I barely heard of the guy. And, you know, and, you know, there are other people like that who, like, like, you know, Dr. Umar, right? I, I would never, I would have no idea who that guy is if I had not been on Twitter. Okay, and there are a few others I want to keep, I want to name all these folks because you give them publicity and all of that. But, um, yeah, there, there are a bunch of people who, but he wasn't even up to that level. So you just kind of wonder, like, like, what, like, I don't know. I mean, I just, I'm not one to. talk badly about people to their face because of some decisions they've made and hope that one day make, make money off of that. That ain't me. And it obviously is some people. Yeah, I figured he was one of them, but he wasn't actually making anything off of it, so what are we doing? I have no idea. Anyhow, um, alright, that's enough of that for this week. Uh, we're going to get out of here. All right, folks. Uh, well, first up, happy birthday to me. Um, it is, I'm 48 by the time you're hearing this. Yeah, time flies. <laughs> so, so, 48 years on this earth, it has flown by, but I don't take it for granted. You know, I got some friends who didn't get here with me, you know, and I'm not trying to be all morbid about it, but, you know, every year is a gift, every day is a gift. And, you know, look, every day is not good. Some days suck really bad. You know, some years suck really bad. But, um, you know, we get through those. And if you get through those and you're still standing, then it's time to go do something with the days that don't suck. Uh, like that's really, I don't know, just, <laughs> look, I'm not an advice columnist, obviously, for obvious reasons, but, uh, you know, thank you, um, for those of you who have been with me doing this for over two years now, I thank you, um, and look, I, so I've been, with almost every episode, I've been just repeating that, you know, 
for apologizing for them not coming in on the same schedule that they used to. Um, and I'll explain why. So listen, um, you know, next week, the next episode might be next Friday as I normally schedule them. It may not be for another couple of weeks. I don't know. Um, it's just... I haven't run out of things to say, but, well, like I've told y'all, right, it, you know, the, the, whatever unique insights I have to offer on different things, I've pretty much offered them <laughs> here, and so now it's a matter of just, you know, finding new ways to talk about the same things or, you know, or reacting to current events or whatever. Um, so... We'll see. Uh, I'm not going to quit doing this. But I am kind of really big into if you're a wrestling fan, you know, the uh, me, DJ, and Jason do the Mindless Wrestling Podcast. We are, we have kind of moved up in the world. We're now part of the Chair Shot Radio Network. So if you are a wrestling fan, you want to hear people talk about pro wrestling and, and all of that. Trials out there. Um, I and on the same subject, I went back on the Duke Loves Wrestling podcast that will be up by the time you listen to this, it may be up the next day or whatever. And before I go, um, just I wanted to circle back to this Johnny Depp Amber Heard thing because I don't understand the people who are just flat out putting capes on for Johnny Depp. Um, I don't. Like it's, it's a domestic violence case. Um, based on history. I'm not, right? There's very little chance that he did nothing to her. Okay? The, 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 the probability that she is just straight up lying about everything and he didn't never put a hand on her is very low. Okay. I would not put a cape on for Johnny Depp. To, and especially to the point where you're like berating or talk bad about Amber Heard. Now, look, I got no dog in the fight here. Okay. Um, but, yeah, enough of these. I mean, yeah, there, there, there's, there's, there's very little chance that. Johnny Depp is completely innocent and clear, all right? Um, whether she is exaggerating, I don't know. I, like, I'm not really following the trial like that. Um, and and I'm, I'm not a lie detector, okay? And I do not do the thing where, look at the body language, you know, and you can tell she's lying. And no, you can't. All right? So I don't know. They're having a trial. Um you know, and look, I and you know, there have been allegations and reports that you know she, you know, gave it back to him just as good or bad as she may have gotten it from him. Um, I don't know because I'm not following the trial like that, and I'm not formulating an opinion as to who's anyone's guilt or innocence. I hope that whatever guilt or innocence there is on both sides is, I hope it's found out. 
right? To me, that's all you should hope for. You should hope that, it, that you know, that whatever one or did to the other or they both did to each other or whatever, um, they're in court. You know, I, I hope it, it comes out. And then, you know what? And I just hope that, you know, whoever you know, whoever's guilty of what gets properly, you know, handled by the authorities, right? I mean, if it's one-sided and he was abusing her and that's all there is, then I hope he gets, you know, what's coming to him legally. Um, if it's a two-way thing, then they should both serve some type of, I don't know, there's some justice to be handed out to both of them if it's a two-way thing, right? Um, so I just hope that, you know, since they're in court, whatever did happen comes out and, it, you know, everyone is dealt with accordingly. Uh, I don't see putting on a cape for Johnny Depp or, you know, I don't. I don't understand why. I mean, look, if you want to watch Pirates of the Caribbean without feeling guilty, go ahead Okay. I mean, there are other people in the movie that, you know, could stand to gain from getting those residuals and all of that, right? Um, at the end of the day, it's a movie, right? Um, if you're going to cancel every movie that, you know, that features somebody who's done some problematic things, you're not going to be watching a whole lot of movies or TV shows. Not gonna be listening to a whole lot of music. Um, now, if, now, if you now if you personally make the decision to stop watching any of his movies, you know because of this, then that's fine. You know, now me and, and look, this is another one of those things with me where I wasn't that big of a fan to do to begin with, so I'm not really making any sacrifice here <laughs> either way. Um, right, I mean, I I watched one Pirates of the Caribbean movie. I haven't watched any of this, you know, what, Fantastic Beats or Beats. Well, I haven't watched any of those movies. Um, you know, I watched 21 Jump Street back in the day, right, when he was there. Um, and I haven't really watched a whole lot of his other movies. So I, I got no, you know, loyalty or devotion to Johnny Depp here. So it ain't really, you know, for me to come out and say, well, I'm not watching any more Giant Debt movies. Um, I don't watch them anyway, so I'm not really sacrificing much. You know, just like it was with me with Chris Brown and with R. Kelly, right? Or, you know. But. Just, you know what? Again, just want whatever happened to come out since they're in court. Um, we don't know what happened. And just, you know, I'm not here to put a cape on for anybody. I don't think you should be either. You know, look, I've, in the, I've said from the beginning, when these type of things come out, you should be prepared for them to be true. Why? Because you don't know the people. But anyway... You know, we'll, we'll see what happens there. And I guess we'll see what happens here. <laughs> right? Uh, listen, so, you know, number 48, thank God for that. 
still here. And thankful for all you guys who have stuck with me and continue to stick with me, even as these you know, are less frequent. So, that being said, um, oh, I'll give a shout out to Dr. Freeman Robowski. He's retiring. He was the president of University of Maryland, Baltimore County, where I graduated from college. Uh, also in charge of the Meyerhoff program, for which a program which I was in for still exists. It's a scholarship program that was began, you know, for black men and became black men and women, and now it's like for everybody. Um, it's for it's basically it's a science and math degree scholarship program, and there are a bunch of people in it like me who think we're smarter than everybody. <laughs> And in some cases, we are. <laughs> or as for me, look, well, I'm not smarter than everybody every day, but I do have my moments, okay, where I am. And I, and there are a lot more moments where I believe that I am. <laughs> but anyhow, uh, congratulations. Uh, have a good and happy retirement, Dr. Robowski. Thank you for everything you've done for me and for college students of all walks of life. And we'll leave it there. And thank you guys again for sticking with me through all through two years and more. Um, and as always, you know, COVID is not over. It's still kicking. And, you know, I know a few folks who tested positive for COVID. Some have actually had it. It's recently. It's not over. If you haven't got vaccinated, get vaccinated, damn it, because it, it, it won't stop you from catching it. But it will definitely alleviate some of the effects. And look, I've done, I've talked about that many times. Don't need to keep on it. So anyway, I will, you know, as always, guys, look, take care of me. Bah! Sorry. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. And God bless you guys. And I will talk to you soon.